guys, welcome back to After Buzz TV for the after show for girls. I'm Miriam Gonzalez, and join me and my fabulous ladies as we break down tonight and last week's episode of Girls. We look forward to your comments and all that, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. He's so fine. <laughs> I like the dancing with the vengeance. <laughs> right? Hi, guys. Welcome back to After Buzz TV. This is Miriam Gonzalez with my lovely co-host. Kelly, hi. And Spicy Mati. How's it going, guys? We are doing another episode, actually two episodes tonight of Girls. Our apologies. Busy ladies, we are back. We're gonna we're gonna break down tonight's episode eight and also last week's episode seven. We'll start with episode seven, Hello Kitty, where they're doing the um, interactive play of Kitty Genevieve. And to me, I thought that was the coolest thing. But before we get into the the interactive play in the ha the apartment building, which was just like I've never seen anything like it. Me either. But it was kind of cool. It was definitely very interesting from the bystanders' point of view on what everyone was doing while they weren't helping. Yeah. So I thought that was a really interesting take for her to focus on for that episode. Yes. And having all of their things going on where they weren't paying attention to what else was happening either. Exactly. Which I thought was interesting, kind of a tie-in for those two things. Before we get into the play, we start off with the opening scene, which you guys have tweeted <laughs> us like crazy. <laughs> Lois, especially. I, we love hearing from you in your commentary. All of you, tweet at us. Um, you can comment and rate us on, or download the iTunes uh, podcast, let's start there. Rate us, comment, give us five stars, we love it. Uh, also, you can go onto YouTube and comment, we look at those as well, and we love to interact with you guys, and we want to know what you guys think about these episodes and where these crazy girls are going, or as somebody said, um, wrecked in the city. <laughs> <laughs> I loved you. that, it was wreck mean, wrecked in the city. You gotta think about... I mean, we had some basic instinct going on. Like, who in their right... Well, I mean, Hannah's never in her right mind, I guess. We let's say that. <laughs> but, I mean, what adult person would ever think it's okay to get out of trouble, quote-unquote, to show your vagina to, to your boss? Um, in what world is that ever okay? You mean oh. you ladies have a problem? You think you ladies think somebody pushed the envelope? What? It's, I don't even think it's pushing the envelope. There's just some things that are just not okay. Yes. I mean, there's just not. Like, girls do not t look at this and be like, oh, that's how I can get out of trouble. No. 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 Oh, God, I got it. So well, sleeping with not. your besties... X is okay, but not showing your hoo-hoo. I don't but, know why you keep saying that's okay. I never <laughs> said it was okay. I said it was an interesting storyline. A little side note on that JJ scene where Hannah's showing her full-on 70s bush, and I love it because, you know, sometimes the that's the style. She has very nice hair. It wasn't but, like curly. It was like nice and straight wasn't hair. Wasn't wild. Yeah. But, um... She actually had a light. She she had mentioned in commentary that she had a light specifically shining to her JJ, so that way it was really highlighted. So <laughs> cheers to Lena Dunham for like just putting it out there. But we see that you know her and Fran after she's getting scolded by her principal, saying that you know she's in a he's in a difficult position, and mm -hmm. all these complaints are coming against her. Fran and her get into a whole big thing about her showing her badge. To the principal, to her boss, and you know, he's not really cool about it. And they're on their way now to see this interactive play, and 
she stops him and is like, hey, look, we need to talk about this. We need to talk. Like, I'm not. She, she, you can see that she wants to break up with him. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of over the situation. And he's like, what did he say to her? He's like, oh, wait. You know, this is Hannah, rude, disruptive, disruptive inappropriate. You know, yeah. Yeah. what a oh. twist! <laughs> yeah, what a twist! <laughs> well, and you, and even the comment she makes before that, I didn't do anything really that bad. It's not like I'm Bill Cosby or anything. <laughs> and it just shows kind of where her thinking is that she doesn't think that she does anything ever this that bad, quote unquote. You no, know what I mean? And I like how how Fran puts it. He's like, "Oh, look at you flexing your maturity muscles." <laughs> Yeah, you know you're I mean? gonna get you know Her you're gonna get mad. Muscles and... were a little wrinkly though. I did notice that. It, but there, yeah. I don't even know if she has maturity <laughs> muscles. What muscles are you? Anyways, <laughs> we have two episodes to cover tonight, ladies. So we're not gonna we're not gonna go past any of that. So we find in the beginning of the play, Adam and Jessa are sitting outside of the apartment building, and Jessa has some concerns because this is the first time that everyone, with the exception of Shoshana, is going to be together. Ray, Hannah. A Marnie, mm-hmm. you know. Well, not necessarily together, but all at the same place. Yes. Because they weren't really all together. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. It was kind of odd. Well, that's because there was so much to see. So th- Right, but they didn't like meet up as a group, which was what I thought was interesting. Like they didn't meet before. They didn't really like Jessa never even came well, and interacted with them at all. Jess is kind of I think living with this lie, so she's keeping herself a little bit Well, she's a second-tier friend, Yeah, right? second-tier friend. She's a second-tier friend. <laughs> and it was time to worry about second-tier friends. Yeah. So, we are yelping lawyers. <laughs> so we have, we have, you know, them, you know, Hannah and, and Fran arrive. Hannah, of course, goes her separate way with, with Marnie to go and see the different rooms of the play, and uh, she finds herself in the room with Adam, where Adam is doing his scene with, with which I'm assuming that the woman that he married thought, you know, you should have married my brother, thinks he's gay, mm-hmm. when he's like, I should have married your sister. Now, the mm-hmm. cute thing that I, that I thought in before the play even started, he says to Jessa, be sure to watch from the fire escape because that's the best view. Mm-hmm. And we see her watching from the fire escape. Hannah's in one window, uh, Adam's in another, and then they have the statues down below of Kitty getting murdered. Mm-hmm. Which was like, I mean, the screams and everything. And and like you said earlier, how nobody was doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody was too busy. Yeah. And there's that moment when that's happening where Hannah looks and sees Jessa by herself smiling very, you know, like that. I'm flirty. I'm in love. Yeah. Well, it was, I think she was proud of him. She was looking with eyes of pride. Eyes of and I think that face, is, it's, it's a familiar face, though, because I think Hannah knows, too, when she was sleeping with him and she was smitten with Adam. So I think that's how she knew, because, I mean, 100% attention was drawn towards him with her eyes twinkling. Yeah, and he's just kind of sitting out, like, staring at her. They're just having a moment, clearly, and Hannah's kind of looking back and forth from one to the other, and then she gets it. Oh, she definitely gets it, and we see that, uh, you know, Hannah, of course, freaks out, goes to Marnie, and is like, dude, and this is their words, is is Jessa fucking 
you know, Adam. And Marnie's like, you know, what are you talking about? Rolls her eyes, really doesn't, you know, won't give it a second chance. And, you know, they're laying in the one bedroom of one of the apartments. And, uh, you know, Hannah's genuinely, she's like, I know they've been doing it and, you know, behind my back, they've been doing it in front of my vase. I know. And Marnie, of course, is dismissing it. And all of a sudden, Desi walks in with great news. And, you know, now Hannah's non-existent in the room, which is unusual because usually Hannah's the center of attention. Mm -hmm. And I I love how Desi comes in and she's like, the divorce is over. The divorce is over. And he's like, no, 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 this is better and bigger. And the fact that they, like, get apart, a chance to sing for possibly a montage Mm -hmm. of a death scene of a character on Grey's. That mm-hmm. is a big deal, though. That is a very big deal. That is Huge. A, I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just the fact that, that his timing is inappropriate. They're in the middle of is a play. Is Alex Pitsavis, is that how I say it? Alex Pitsavis, is that a real person? Is she the... I mean, because they made it seem like it's a real name we should know. I mean, because, you know, she's done the OC. Right. She's done yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gossip Girl. I mean, Gossip Girl's huge. Um, so. Twilight, hello. <laughs> I love Twilight. Um, you know, but... Hannah, of course, then flips over, and I love that that scene where she like turns over on the bed, and her her Dorothy shoes are against the wall, <laughs> you know, and nobody's paying attention to her. And then you know, Marnie and Desi are singing to one another. Um, of course, once the play is over, we find that Ray and Hannah are having a discussion about the play outside, and Hannah's so distracted by what she has seen, and I think this is the first time in Hannah's little world for a second where there's a bit of maturity where she could have really lost it and went off. Could have disrupted the play, could have, which she slightly did when mm-hmm. she went and approached Marnie, but um, as far as approaching Jessa or Adam. Mm-hmm. And as they're standing outside, of course, Fran walks up and her and Fran are having this discussion. She's totally tuned out and he's like, what is wrong with you? And all of a sudden, Jessa and Adam come out and she, you know, she says hi to Adam you know, congratulations on the play, you did great. And then she says, hey to Jessa, and Jess is like, hey. And then they kind of just walk away. Well, it was, it was a, a, the walk of shame. In it another was a, way. It's like, a, the walk of shame pretty much is what they were doing. I think they were embarrassed. I think they didn't know how to address it. And mm-hmm. I think in that moment, they were like, yeah, this is the awkward moment that we were, you know, apprehensive about experiencing. This is the one that we expected. Yeah. And you can see Hannah. She was heartbroken. Yeah, yeah you could definitely see that, that emotion pain. all over her face. And then, you know, to make she did, to make it a little bit worse, Fran thinks it's about their fight. So he's antagonizing her a little bit, you know, because she's not answering. She's not doing anything. And he's like, what do you, you know, what do you want me to do? You want me to leave you alone? And that's when she finds, she's like, no, I'm sorry. I definitely don't want to be alone. Yeah. And, you but know, she kind like of that, finds. Why didn't she communicate with him what was going on? Because she doesn't know how to do that. That's what we know about her. She doesn't know how to communicate anything. No. And I think that's why she didn't, th- you know, throw have a fit and make a scene was because she didn't know how to do it in that point. She was so in shock, I think. Yeah. Just about the fact that this is real, that she didn't even know how to voice it. And I think that that's really the real reason on why she didn't cause a scene or disrupt anything. She just was trying to process it it's that's a lot to process yeah your best friend and your ex-boyfriend who you were madly in love with are now banging yep not a good feeling no not at all and and you know on a quick note we have marnie of course who pulls ray out during the play Mm -hmm. and like i I have something important to tell you and uh you know she's like i left desi Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. And I love how she's like holding his hands, like, what are we doing, praying? <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, praying? and then she tells him that she thinks it's best for her to be alone. 
yeah. And, you know, he's like, he's like, well, why are you getting divorced? And she's like, there was a lot of shitty moments that were strung together. You know, mm. she tries to put it so eloquently. It's like, no, it just wasn't working. Well, I thought it was interesting that she needed to know what he thought. That's, like, why did she, she needed to know what he thought, but she also needed to make it a point to tell him that she needs time to be by herself. Like, what did she want from that interaction? Does she want him to say something and convince her that she didn't need to be by herself? Like, what was the point of that? Why, why did his opinion matter? I don't think that it has to do with anything based off of Ray's feelings for her. I think that when it comes to the girls, they always need somebody to either... You know, be a voice for them to let, you know, what's let them know what's going on, but then also kind of like give credibility or validate whatever choice it is that they made. Yeah, but she has such a different, she has a more intimate relationship with him, and she did with him exactly what Jess is doing with Adam. So it's like, why was that okay versus, like, this situation? Tell us what you guys think. Tweet at mm-hmm. us. You can go on to the YouTube app for the after show. You can watch us all week long. Watch back. Tell us your comments. Love us. Hate us. We're just having fun over here. Well, let's um, not forget about Elijah. I was just about yes. to say, Elijah and Elijah. Dill. I called it. I'm just saying. I did. <laughs> I did. It's not over till it's over. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Come on, they're in their 20s. It's not over till it's over. Okay, Elijah may be in his 20s. Yeah. But what's the guy's name? Who Dill. Dill, Dill well, is yeah. not in his 20s. No. And... Uh, uh, Elijah's getting taken advantage of. I don't he's believe, one of many. I do not believe he's getting taken advantage of. I feel like it's right there. And if you choose to see what you choose to see. True. And I don't feel like he's necessarily lying. He's saying, you know, there's lots of friends, there's lots of stuff to do, and they're not in a, in an exclusive relationship. Oh, no, Dill's not doing... I'm not saying that Dill is being misleading or anything like that. Unless you guys communicate and you have a conversation saying, hey, I'm agreeing and committing to doing X, Y, and Z, then, of course, you know, you get to roam freely. But I think the the problem is is that when a person interprets whatever you have going on as more or that it's exclusive or clearly he wanted or he Elijah thought he was in an exclusive relationship which is something he needs to communicate right the perfect he has, lesson he has horse blinders on like you said mm-hmm. he only wants to see what he wants to see it's like oh well he's perfect he sounds good he sounds nice he sounds this but oh i, I didn't see all of this on the sidelines the fact that he you know bought went to a black tie event and bought Muzzy a (laughs) tuxedo or that he has Shane that's living downstairs in his basement apartment or in his second apartment Mm -hmm. and you know has somebody to the Bahamas you know anytime sometimes sex which is almost all the time and it's like whoa dude you don't want to hear that it's like all of a sudden you're the blinders went and his life went shattering well and now he has to decide is you know and some of it could be just talk like he said you know people are always going to be in your ear saying this or that you know but he didn't lie when he was confronted true you know he he said yes i took this person to this thing i you know did these things and you know here we are talking about it so if you don't feel okay with it then i then you do this isn't for you yeah so no okay so he didn't lie to elijah but When you're dating someone, do you have a moral obligation or a respect obligation to tell them that they are not the only person that you're seeing when you're dating them? Don't ask, don't tell. I feel like when you're dating, that's exactly what you're doing, is you're dating. You're not in a relationship. So the minute that you decide that you want to be in a relationship, it's up to you to have that conversation and say, I don't want to see other people. Where do you stand here? And then you have a conversation about it and see where the other person is. But if you're just dating, no, I don't feel like you're obligated to tell anybody anything. That's the point. That's the definition of dating, is you are dating. You are going out. Dating, not date. (laughs) Not singular. It's 
Plural. So we'll because see where they, that goes. Like had that that day where they spent so much time together and they had this magical kiss. You ladies were saying, you know, I think this is real. I think this is real. You yeah. were falling for the okie doke too, Miriam. I was falling for the okie doke. It, it doesn't mean just because this is happening right now doesn't mean it's not real. It's dating. That's what happens. But it's in not real, real life. Why not? No. Okay. So the reason. Why, so his feelings are not real. The reason why it's Whose a problem. Feelings aren't real. Um. Deal. The, mo- the moment was real though. The moment was not real. The moment was absolutely real. The moment was absolutely fake. (laughs) The reason why the moment is fake is because there is no way that you are having this deep, magical moment when it's not really based off of depth and magic. It's based off of a teeny bit of lust and wanting to take someone down and you're taking advantage of their feelings so that you can get what you want. I don't think that that's the intention when you go on a first date. I, I, I mean, that's absolutely the intention. No. I don't that's what we I, tell I, ourselves okay. so that no, we can no, no. take advantage of people. This is a good debate, you guys. This is Jump a good debate. Come on. Yeah. What do you think? What so, about love at first sight and all of that so stuff? So I'll say this. I mean, I personally have been on a date where it I, I didn't think it was a date. I didn't care for it to be a date. It was wonderful conversation. Absolutely magical. And then, psh, nothing. You know what I mean? But in the moment, it's exciting and, and it's fun. And you're in the moment. And then the next it's day, it's only great. in the moment. No, so but, it's not real. No, no, no. But the thing Every is, the moment is real. As Elijah's having in his Elijah's thing, in Elijah's mind, it was as real. As Elijah is having his deal with Dill, it continues for a couple days. So it doesn't, see, it's not fake and it's not just that. It's not like a one night stand. Disneyland is magical. When I'm in <laughs> Disneyland, I feel like a princess. Not on those am, lines. But am I really royalty though? Not no. in those lines. <laughs> not in those <laughs> lines. Those lines are not magical. Those lines make you not feel like a princess. You can, be in Disneyland. you can pretend for all you want, but it is not real. But that's what dating is. So what, like this is crazy talk I feel because that's what dating is. It's that it's all of these moments strung together by the time you get to a certain point, however long that takes, one date, five dates, ten dates, twenty dates, to decide, okay, I want a relationship with this person. All those moments count. All those moments are real. Okay, so I'll at the end this. of the day, they but wrap up and tie intentions up. are but how not what Elijah's intentions are. So if your intentions are different, your intentions can never be the same. All right, ladies. <laughs> ladies. Let us know what you think. This is getting good. <laughs> we are talking over Juicy. each other. We are screaming. Versus Elijah. And we don't have that much we time. We are passionate about this oh, subject. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so ladies, let's just say this. What I recently heard, it's the rule of threes. Three dates, three months, three whatever, you know after three. That was their first. They had their second in his apartment. Now this is the third. Reality became about. And yep. so now... That's his reality check. He, he snapped out of Fantasyland, and here we are. And, you know, he decides at that point, once their confrontation happens, to, one, take all of the crap out of his bathroom, and <laughs> then go home. You know, you take all the shampoos and conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he leaves. And then we find, and we see later on, that, that Dill shows up at Elijah's place to, you know, get a little something-something to the point where, like, you know, he goes down on him and passes out. Which is hilarious. Which is very realistic it when is. you are drunk. How many of you <laughs> have that happened to? <laughs> and tired. Guilty. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. <laughs> I like how he says to me, I don't want to do you like this. Like what? Like Mel Gibson. <laughs> Come on. Nobody wants to do a drunk person, but it but, happens. But why Dill did go, why, why did Dill go after there afterwards? Because Dill likes him, and he was drunk, and he chose him. You know, you may, you know, at the end of the night. Wait, 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 okay. wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. You think Dill chose him? 
Yeah, he didn't have to leave. He had a house full of guys he could have slept with. Yeah. And he left to go to someone else. Well, the fact is, is during the party, he says to Elijah, when he disappeared, he goes, where have you been? I've been wanting to show you off. It's like, yeah. this. you're my new Cupid doll, as my mom my would call muse. it. You're my new little arm candy, and I want to show you off to all the people I've already been with. So, I don't think it's so much that Dill chose Elijah. I think it's... The cat and mouse chase yes. going on. We always when want what we somebody, can't have. Yeah, because with, he which, left. Which means that's why he chose him. But who knows who he was potentially going to have sex with that night. He might have had sex with the man downstairs. The reason he came over afterwards is because he felt a sense of rejection. And, oh, now I need to chase you a little bit more. It's getting fun again. Of Tell course. us what you guys think. Go to AfterBuzz TV. Um, the podcast, download us, rate us, tell us what you think. Uh, also comment on the YouTube. We're going to hop into episode eight with Shoshana yes. now at the so airport. <laughs> and I know there's a lot to talk about in this one. And, and we're in a little, you know. So uh, we have uh, Shoshana at the airport. She's on like the the, the lazy walkway. And it is annoying when people are walking too slow. And we all have a flight to catch. Well, that's you the gotta thing. move to the side, people. If you're gonna stand still, you move to one you side. You don't go to the airport to relax. First of all, if you're at the I'm airport, I always laugh when I see people standing running on that thing. I'm like, it's not gonna make you any faster than if you were running on the regular pavement right next to me. I think it does. Yeah. I think it does. It shaves two <laughs> no, it seconds. <laughs> Anyhow. If you're faster on there. <laughs> it shaves two seconds, if anything. Maybe a minute. Um, but, you know, we have her sitting there. She gets bumped by a guy. She starts, you know, going on this rant about how this country is BS. And, you know, people are inconsiderate and all this kind of stuff. And then she starts screaming, why am I here? You know, she feels like she's out of... She should be in Japan. And now she's st- kind of stuck. She can't make up her mind. No, she's young. Of course she won't. No. She won't. And, uh, you know, she's, she's just trying to figure things out to the point where she goes to a sushi restaurant, which we find out is Scott's favorite sushi restaurant. And uh, he shows up. Of course, she knows he's going to show up. Um, I it, don't think she knew that. I think she felt entitled to going to their old spot, but I don't think she knew he was going to be there. Girl, of course she did. It's you like going to Starbucks. Yeah. You know your man's getting Starbucks every day at the same Starbucks at the same time. You're going to be there and they'll be like, totally oh my God, knew. funny running into you here. I think that she just went to like a place that she knows that she was fam- that he's familiar with, you know, because he introduced her, but I don't think she anticipated running into him. That is to be determined. Tell us what you guys think. Uh, but Scott does show up with his friend, and I love how his friend flicks her off because he knows how how hurt Scott is with mm-hmm. him being left at the airport. Yeah. And he asked her, when did you get back? And what are you going to do for work? She's like, why are all these questions? I just got back. <laughs> it's all and stressing me out. It I'm, is a little I'm stressful. I'm researching how to get on welfare. I can't deal with this right now. <laughs> I mean, that alone, I'm like... He- served her. Did he not? He did. Yes, he did. Oh, I Saki. love it. <laughs> I love it. I love that he put it in perspective and told her, you complain and complain and complain about your entitled friends and you're the worst of them all. And here you are talking about getting on welfare while you're eating sushi and drinking sake. Ex- like, what is wrong with you? Entitled, unemployed friends yes. and expensive sushi. Yes. It's like, you know, I'm glad that your food stamps can <laughs> I mean, that's just Shoshana for you. And and uh, oh, I'm like, is that mine? <laughs> yeah, Siri wants to get in on this. <laughs> Seriously, we got a lot to say about this, but you know, we're, we'll see what happens with Shoshana as her character progresses, and we'll get into prediction about where we think that's going to go. But we have uh, Hannah and Fran, and there's a lot that goes on between <laughs> Hannah and several characters at this point. So we have a lot mm-hmm. to touch on. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start first. That you know, Hannah and Fran are now out of school for summer. They have three months. 
she agrees stupidly to a three-month road trip. I'm like, um... And they're in a house car. It's not even <laughs> like RV. a... RV? It's a house yeah, car? She calls oh, my it, God. She calls it, quote-unquote, the it, house car. It was a small RV, so it's, yeah, it's like a mini house car. It's like kind of like <laughs> the studio version of a but RV. He's super excited. Fred is super excited about it. He's like, it's just going to be us. We're gone for three months. We don't have to listen to the students or your needy friends or Elijah <laughs> and his mess. It's, you know, it's just us. I'm super excited. I'm super pumped. And as he's saying that, you can see the look of dread just spread over her face and she starts to get freaked out. Yeah. And they stop at a rest stop and she goes into the bathroom and texts him that she doesn't want to go anymore. First of all, people, <laughs> what is with the texting? And the fact that she's in the bathroom texting him, I'm like, I'm so over text messages. Unless you're like, I'm running late or call you in a few, talk to you in an hour. Miriam, see let you it out, soon. girl. Let it out. Let it out. You don't break up with stuff. Yep. I mean, he feels the same way because he picks up the He calls her. He's like, what is happening? He goes to the bathroom. They have this crazy little run about through both she's the men like and women. Child. Child. You guys, oh my god, Hannah is she's like having a, child. a temper tantrum. He's chasing her in the woods, and he's like, "What is your problem?" He's, I feel like I'm hunting you. Like it's the most <laughs> dangerous game, and it really is. You know, she's like running. She trips over the. She's freaking, in her pajamas. All she has is her cowboy pajamas, boots. cowboy boots, and a cell phone, and she wants to be left in the woods. Like she's just so childish no seriously that you know what i say when kids act like that or adults act like that they didn't Mm -hmm. get spanked enough when they were younger (laughs) hannah needs an ass whooping her parents need to lay that belt on her ass spank your kids (laughs) (laughs) get them in line and and then we get another kind of scolding from one of the guys on the show which i thought was great this was kind of the theme of the episode was that the guys were telling the girls like enough is enough with your bs like get it together yeah, and Fran goes off on her and is like, "My brother thought you were rude to the point where he actually hand wrote it on a note. That's how much he meant it." And I can't believe I wasted a whole entire year with you yeah. and like the person that you are. I'm so mad. And he's like, "F you," and leaves. Yeah. So After he actually does offer to take her back to the city, she acts right. like a child, so he bails. Yeah, and so you know we have at that point he he does leave her and he's like, and. Uh, you know, it gives her the finger so much, so to speak. <laughs> she goes and she calls Marnie, and Marnie's like, sorry, I can't right now. I'm recording in the studio. Like, oh, my God. Like, we're, we're making an album. I, I so want to hear about that later, <laughs> but I can't go get you now. No, like, call an Uber. I'm sorry, I can't call an Uber. I have a low Uber rating, <laughs> you know? But I'm happy Marnie didn't stop what she was doing no. to go get her. No, because the, everyone has always done that, and she's like, can't you call Ray? You know, and she's like, I don't want to hear his lectures. So she goes and she calls Jessa, and Jessa ignores the call because Jessa (laughs) is feeling guilty. She just doesn't want to deal. I don't, yeah, she doesn't want to deal with it, so. No, especially after the last episode and their interaction. Right. And then she finally does call Ray, who comes and picks her up in the coffee truck with the with Toto's Rosanna blasting, <laughs> which I love Toto. Love I Toto. I love the coffee truck with that, like, portrait of him it's on the picture of Ray's coffee. And he looks all, like, like mad. It looks like, <laughs> What brand or marketing agent told you to do that? What kind of branding do you have going on here? Um, the best. The angry coffee truck. He goes to pick her up, and where do we find Hannah when he pulls up to the rest stop? She's, a, like, curled up in the grass by the rest stop sign. Uh, so many words for that. Not enough time, unfortunately. But, um... But get to the blowjob. Oh, wait, wait. wait. We're getting to that. So... 
he's he, she's expecting him to give her the normal Ray talk, and instead he's like, "Look, if you have an impulse to run away in your PJs, like that, that's saying something." Right. Something's you know? really not okay. He's like, trust your gut. And and in that moment, you see the look on her face. She's like, trust my gut. <laughs> I think I'm going to blow you. Yeah, that, but I don't Again, understand in why. What world, like, why do you feel that in that moment, that is the appropriate thing to do? The first thing I said to myself is, God, this show is so incestuous. <laughs> Amongst but, the friends. I mean, again, it goes it goes around, right yeah. back to what she's mad at. She's mad at Jessa and Adam mm-hmm. for, you know, engaging in sexual acts, which is exactly what she is trying to do right now with Ray, who's been with two of her friends. Yeah. And But, I mean, she's going to dismiss it like, oh, it's just a thank you gift because I'm not selfish. Isn't that what she, she wants? She wants to not be selfish. She doesn't want to be what Fran said she was. So this is going to fix it all. You know, it's funny because she says she doesn't want to be selfish. But he's he's saying to, you know, we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. I'm concerned about our friendship. Uh, you and know. plus he's driving. Yeah. And she's like, no, just enjoy it. Just, what does oh, she you say? ladies have never given anybody a blowjob while <laughs> you're driving. <laughs> Come on now. Of course, of course not. Yeah, of right. course I have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm old enough to say, of course I have. But at least he was smart enough not to close his eyes. Yeah, it's really, honestly, at the Come end on. of the day, Ray must have not gotten one not, while driving that before. That was not Hannah's fault. <laughs> it was not Hannah's fault. He wasn't even hard. That's the sad part, and we find that out <laughs> after. Was, he closed his eyes to relax so that he could get hard. Which is stupid. Well, he should have pulled over. Well, he was... Exactly. He should have pulled over. new $50,000 truck, he should have pulled over. So, I love how... You can't multitask. I love how, <laughs> you know, at this point, she says to him to start enjoying it, and uh, he, he winds up swerving. Thank God there was no oncoming car. Swerving into, a, you know, the speed sign, 45 <laughs> miles per hour. And then now, you know, as they, like, go onto the grass... All of a sudden, the truck Their turns weight. on its it was side. Weight. <laughs> well, no, because she was on the other side of the truck. Well, they were kind of in a little dip, so like it you was wrong. already it was already off level. You meanie, so it wasn't all Hannah. So it was extra snack. Yeah, shade. but you know, and it, it's the funny bugles. those bugles. <laughs> It's funny because, you know, he starts yelling at her and says, you know, do you even know how much this truck costs? And she's like, what, $600? I mean, first of all, it's not a beater. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. He took the time to paint his angry face on it. It was $50,000. Yeah. It's expensive. And she doesn't even take the, like, thank you, like, I'm so sorry. Got the new Tesla. Well, she still doesn't <laughs> care. Like, she still doesn't get it. She still doesn't care. All she cares about is getting herself home. Yeah. She doesn't, you know, he calls his guys, like, it's going to be a few hours, and she's just mad. Like, call someone else. I can't sit here and wait that what, long. What's so bad about it is that she just had told him, like, how great of a friend he is. Right. That she can't trust anybody. He's always there for her. And then the moment opportunity comes, yep. she's ready to leave right. Because she is a horrible friend. Horrible. Yes. She is horrible. Because she's only a good friend when it benefits her. Tell us very, what you guys very think. Very true. Mm-hmm. Tweet at us. We want to know. Um, so... At that point, you know, as she's sitting there and realizes they're going to be there for four or five hours, and then there's an hour and a half drive back to the city. But he drove so far. He did. That's that's the rudest thing ever. She goes and she calls Jessa, and it's confirmed. She calls Jessa and finds that Jessa is in the, you know, holding Caroline's baby. And when she, she's like, is it because you're effing Adam? And then Jessa's like, yeah. And then Hannah hangs up. We'll get into the whole Jessa and Adam situation in a moment, but you know it's like that reality, and that's why she so badly wanted to leave that area. Because sitting in the in the forest mm-hmm. in the wilderness for four to five hours with that stewing in your head, mm-hmm. you're gonna go batshit inside. But again, the but again, 
no consideration for the friend that she called out right. there because she put herself in the situation and her friend Ray that went out of his way, his gas money, his brand new truck that's now mileage. messed up, which he's going to have to spend more money on for her and she just bails because that's what she does. Like it's still, she still doesn't get it. She's always the victim. It's always about her. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you have random stranger that pulls up and she she gets in the car and Ray's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Shout out to Scandal. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You know, like getting into this stranger's car and Ray's all upset, you know, and as they're driving not too too far into the drive, she kind of looks in the back seat and sees there there's a gun mm-hmm. and freaks out. It's like, hello, that's why you don't get into car with strangers. It's no, not don't hitchhike. She does a safety call <laughs> Even to then. Marnie. And Marnie's like, get out of the car, find a place, you know, tell him you gotta go to the bathroom, get out of the car. He's not gonna pull over, so he gives her a jug to go to the restroom in. <laughs> but she's and, ready to prove her trust. Yeah, and, you know, keeps Marnie on the phone, and he's like, what, you get in my car and you don't trust me? I mean, it's it's just funny. But as we get to know him, which I thought was, you know, kind of nice, is it's a different perspective, and I'm hoping that hearing his story and just where he came from and being so excited to be in this new city for t- to start over and just the enthusiasm that he had can really show her that everything that she's going through may be bad and feel bad right now, but it's not that bad. Yeah, I mean, the, he said it best. New York is a good place to start over. Yes. And, you know, we see the, the characters continuously evolving in New York as they separate, as they like kind of do this whole separating and coming together thing mm-hmm. in very odd, almost like a Rubik's Cube kind of way. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, it's, 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 it's a big spider so web right we're now. we're just going to, like, jump over the fact that he was in an abusive relationship where his no. wife beat him. No, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, he his had wife his, did not beat him. How do you know? First of all, women can how? beat do I do I do believe that, but I don't believe his story. Don't you don't you get watch? beat by your wife and then go pick up Hannah on the side of the street. No, because he left Nevada. He she hit him with a lamp, smacked him with magazines, <laughs> put a gun to his face. That's when he packed up. That's when he decided he needed to go as far away from Nevada. And what's the furthest and place away from Nevada? Well, I mean, if you care about someone, you don't want them killing themselves if they were about to kill you. Oh Ma, my you gosh. just do not believe anything. I don't. Everyone's a liar. <laughs> all right, ladies. Oh my gosh. So, what happened to all the love? <laughs> Speaking of all the love, we it's have... People are manipulative. <laughs> TV for you. Gotta love it. Um, keeps us here every Sunday. Uh so we have, speaking of love, we have Marnie, Desi, and now, not Candace, but Tandis, who oh, is I love Lisa Bonet. I mean, how She's gorgeous, gorgeous is she still? Yes. Oh Dude, my gosh. It's so funny because we watched the show earlier before coming here and I said to Kelly, I'm like, she could be their mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, and she looks like... The, she looks like, fantastic. She looks fantastic. Whatever you're doing, Lisa, keep it going, girl. Have yeah. you seen her daughter? I mean, they, that is oh, some beautiful lineage. Lenny, yeah. Lenny Kravitz. Anyway. Uh, but so they're in studio, they're practicing, they're, they're kind of laying down the tracks for their you know album and then you know all of a sudden she Lisa or Tandis walks into the studio and Desi's like stop 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 and goes and does kissy face with her to the point where Marnie's like who are you and what are you doing here <laughs> what <laughs> and uh you know you know Desi won't talk to her unless they're singing so now Tandis is doing all the talking for Desi to the point where it's like, look, we're trying to keep the, his music life and the personal life separate. So when you're doing music, yes, you guys will interact. And he, he, she's like, he can pick on me during that time. But when personal life is happening, you cease to exist. <laughs> what a kick in the nuts if she had a pair. 
I thought that was very appropriate and very smart. First of all, you shouldn't be working with an ex. Of course you did. <laughs> because look it, I'm sorry. You don't want to be with me anymore. You made that choice before we talked about it. Now you do not have a right to come in and out of my personal life. If we are over, then let us be over and let's keep this professional. Mm. You don't get to pick and choose and have me back in to satisfy whatever emotional drama you want to reel me back into all the time. First of all, I'll say this. He was extremely unprofessional. They're in the middle of laying down tracks and now he's going to bring a new hoe into the mix. That's just the way I look at it. And I want to know what makes him the band leader. Why does he making all the decisions? Why is he doing a, a ten minute decor. break? Why is um. he hiring the decor person? <laughs> Why is the label calling him about? Well, he's the lead singer. The, but no, they're a they're team. not. They're and you know a duo what? now. If she were to say, you know what, f this, I'm out. Just like he came running in the middle of her play, inappropriate. Mm-hmm. She could leave and be like, you need me. Yeah. So my rules are. Oh, and she very well could. Ho gotta go. But that's something completely different than what he said. He's like, I can't deal with you. I yeah, gotta but he's Walla. not dealing with anything, and she's not trying to deal with him. She's trying to figure out how are we going to do this for the band. But and there are things we still have to communicate that yeah. are not going to be in song. So if you're going to act like a child and not speak to me at all when we're not singing, that's ridiculous. Which it is ridiculous. That is not okay. That is not how grown up people are supposed to conduct. They should themselves. talk about the business. What they should not talk about is themselves. Tell us what you guys think. Go to our iTunes. Rate us, download us, tell us what you think. Um, also, tweet at us. We love hearing the commentary because, you know, everyone here on this panel has a different <laughs> opinion. We're a little crazy about girls. Okay? Okay. Use the hashtag girls after buzz. That yes. way we can um, check all the convos. Yes, I easily. love that. Yes. Is it girls after buzz or girls after buzz TV? Either one. Oh, Either okay. one. Use both. Use both. <laughs> both of them. We're going we're gonna to creep you guys so we can see what you guys think. Um, so anyhow, we have now... Adam, Lard, Caroline, and Baby Sample with Jessa. Baby Sample, so cute. She is adorable, but Sample, it's like apple, (laughs) banana. She's sample size. Like rainbow. I thought it was like a a reflection of them, like a sample of them, a sample product of them. I mean, yeah, I guess when when she's little, for normal people, just just call me Sammy. Sampy. (laughs) <laughs> like Pete Sampras. He calls her Pete Sampras. And I love how, you know, he, there's a knock at the door. He goes, oh, it's Tall Adam. <laughs> and is there a short? Uh, for that moment, I didn't realize the baby's name was Sample. I'm like, is the baby's name Little Adam? <laughs> it's Tall Adam. And, you know, Adam's like, where's Caroline? He's like, Lars all nonchalant holding the baby. Well, she's been gone for three days looking for pepitas. <laughs> So Adam, of course, gets very worried, and he wants to try to find his sister, so he's looking around the apartment. Do you guys leave notes for each other? Like, what's happening? Laird is checking her web browser history, reading (laughs) off a list of all the websites she's visited. She's not answering. Yeah, she's not answering it. Adam had been trying to call her, which is why he ended up over there. She wasn't answering. So he finds this note under the fridge, and we find out that Caroline is gone, and she's been dealing with postpartum depression. Which, you know, she felt like she was going to hurt the baby or even worse herself. And she's just kind of taken off. So we have no idea where she is. And Adam is really upset. And so is Laird. And then Laird's like, can you take the baby? And then he leaves. 
Now, my curiosity is, is where did Laird go? Did he go to find her? Does he know, like, right. her little secret spot? Too. Or did he go to escape also? Which Well, they're very similar people. Yeah. Like, they're both a little out of it. A little, you know, but it's... She's- Threatened to kill herself multiple occasions before she She's had the had, baby. She was yeah. already like man, like yeah. bipolar. Pretty yeah, much. she definitely had some issues before, and now I mean that's why you know even when she was pregnant and the two of them had this kid, they're both a little out there. So mm-hmm. it was, you know it's a little a, a little fearful for that poor child. So now the baby is with Adam, and he calls Jessa for support for baby formula, and Jessa brings whole, whole milk. milk. I like how she tries to play it off, though. Like, she didn't just do that on purpose. Coke's for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) It's a baby. She's not going to get it. And Adam is the only grown-up that we see in the whole yeah. episode. He's he like, really stepped up. Well, yeah. well, to the it's funny because is I mean he is, but in a way he's like you know he says to Jesse he's like here hold the baby I I have to pee for a while <laughs> yeah. and she's like no why don't I hold your penis while you hold the baby <laughs> and it's like whoa dude we'll get into predictions in just a few minutes but um, as you know as they're as they're like kind of interacting of course that's when Hannah calls Jessa and confirms that you know, her and Adam are together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, he's, she starts talking about Hannah, and he's like, do you have to talk about her right now? He's like, my sister's missing, she's suicidal, and she left her baby. And I can't deal, I can't deal with Hannah. Like, I don't, I don't no. care about In this any moment, of this right I now. think Adam's starting to lose some respect for Jessa. I think yes. that he's frustrated with what's going on, but also seeing that she's an infant. And I, he called, like you said earlier, he mm-hmm. calls her out on her ish. Yeah. Like, busts her out. You need more help than a baby. Like, what's wrong with you? Why do you need more help than a baby? I think it's one of my favorite lines. And she just stands there. And that, I mean, if somebody says that to you, you have to sit and take that in. And, you, you know, that's kind of a blow. Like, why do I need more help than a baby? Like, she's freaking out because the baby spit up on her shoulder and it's running down her back. <laughs> Into her butt. And, her, and she needs help. And she... <laughs> She really wanted Adam to put the baby down and run over and, like, clean her up like a child. And he just stands there puzzled. And she's like, why aren't you helping me? And I love it. He's just like, you're an adult. adult. This is a baby. Like, what's the matter with you? And I love that all of the guys did that this episode. Yeah. Each one of them is was basically like, what is wrong with you? Yes. And why are we, why is this interaction even happening? Like, where does your mind go? <laughs> yeah. Like, I just want to know. Like, you're what happens even, inside there? You're not even drunk. Why are you being a child? <laughs> Come on. Uh, you know, so we have, we have Fran sta- standing up to the girls. Mm-hmm. We have Ray standing up to the girls. We have Adam. And Scott. And Scott. Mm-hmm. Cheers to the boys tonight on Yeah, girls. the boys. The boys really let them have it tonight because in the, all very different ways. The girls were extreme. Well, I mean, Desi was the only one that didn't. Um, <laughs> well, what did I say? And everybody loved it and hated it. He's a poon. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a girl he fight your battles. He had to have a girl come fight. That's exactly. Case in point. But, but I do love, though, that <laughs> he did that. Because that is a sweet revenge. When somebody breaks up with you to rub in their face, somebody more fabulous. Not in a business professional sense. No, it's it, was, it was not appropriate. You do it. But leaving your <laughs> husband to have sex with your ex-boyfriend for a over a couple days is inappropriate. She too. never admitted that to him, though. No, but she well, came and back. We find out that he's known Tandis. Damn near naked. He's known Tandis for years, and we already know his patterns of when course. he's with someone else. So how do we know that he wasn't just you know he's sitting at home crying over a croissant or a muffin or whatever <laughs> no. it was that he was probably sleeping with someone else too. He moves just, on. I wouldn't be surprised. You know? He is a cheater. But he, you know, yeah, he moves on just as quickly and. Ooh. 
it's funny how these characters are unfolding as I as we all have said tell us what you think tweet at us hashtag girls after buzz or yes. after buzz tv yes mm-hmm. girls after buzz girls after buzz tv mm-hmm. um at us and we'll tell you our twitters in just a few moments um but it'll be interesting to see where this goes so shall we get into predictions ladies let's predictions. do it your after buzz tv predictions fabulous so kelly what do you think I think that Adam is about to toss Jessa and say, sorry, you're going to have to look and see if you can get a loan for that school. Because I am not going to deal with You thought you were still going to get this money? (laughs) I think he's going to have that baby for a lot longer than he anticipated. And that is going to really drive a wedge between his relationship with Jessa because he's really going to see how she can't step it up to the level that he needs her to because he has to, you know, he has to, parent this child mm-hmm. for however long mm-hmm. they You know, take. it's, it's funny, as far <laughs> as Jessa and Adam are concerned with this baby situation, I still mm-hmm. think there's a chance that Jessa could get pregnant, so they're going to have two kids on their hands. Ooh, oh, no, I can that see that. be bad. And then all of a sudden it's like, you need to learn how to raise a baby woman. Well, and I, you know, we saw from the uh, previews that she's going to keep throwing Hannah at him, which she may drive them back together yeah, with all I can of see that. that. Why don't you call Hannah? Just like a child, you know, throwing a tantrum. Yeah. Why don't you call Hannah? Why don't you call Hannah? Hannah loves babies. He's going to get tired of it and he's going to call <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> I can totally see that. That's a good prediction. I, but I, I, I just don't see him. I don't, I don't, I don't think that Jess is going to get pregnant. I don't think she wants kids, and I don't think that she's fit to be a mom. And I think that's going to turn him off. And like you said, I agree with you 100. He's going to call Hannah. But um, as far as the Marnie situation is concerned, I don't know what's going to happen with her and Desi. I feel like Desi is going to continue to manipulate the situation and get her jealous. But I don't think that she's going to break ties on a bit. I think that she's still even the fact that she's still gonna work with him i thought maybe he was lying at first to manipulate her back into the situation Mm -hmm. um but now i don't think that he necessarily wants her back no he i think that desi needs her to be complete he can't do it on his own she's desperately wants to be a part of the music industry so she needs him it's that really co-independent yeah, I messed really up relationship. See, I want to see her put her foot down, though. I want to see her take a little bit of control and be like, "Look, you are not the leader of this thing we've got going." But I does need, she have a temper? You need me as much as I need you. Well, I think at this point she's just she's just kind of disgusted with his whole neediness and whininess. Yeah. That I don't necessarily think she has rage issues. I think she has Desi issues, where it's like everything. You know, when you get to that point with someone that anything they do just disgusts you. Yeah. You're like, they're they're not just, even... It doesn't. They can walk in the room and you're right. just like, oh, they're not angry. talking and they're like. Shut up, shut up, yeah, shut up, shut is, up. I think that's where I feel like that's bless where you. You. <laughs> you sneeze, you're like, I don't need your blessings. <laughs> you know, um, my my other prediction, let's talk Ray and Shoshana. We see that they come together yes. in the coffee shop, and she's curious in the previews of the fact that why is it so empty here? And mm-hmm. he shows the con- competition. She says to him, let me help you out. Where do you think that She's goes? She's going to knock it out the park. I think she is, too. She's I think, great with yeah. marketing and branding. Like she was saying, who you know, who's going to hire me in New York to you know hire or an NYU graduate, yeah. she said. But that's the perfect opportunity for her to showcase her business-savvy skills. Yeah. And Ray needs her help. When they're a good team. We saw that when he was running for office, uh, office yes. in, in you know, the do area. Do you think that they'll turn Ray's place into a cat cafe? Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh. Well, actually, 
actually, that'd be great, though. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if, yeah. Even if it was just that theme, kind of like Pinkberry. If it just had that new age, like Japanese like theme, little yeah. that puppies. would be what it needs to spice it up. Yeah. I mean, it's different, like with cats running around New York, but like everyone brings their dog, like yes, the dog you can cart. Bring your animals. Yeah. Oh, I would. Well, I don't like animals. I mean, no offense to people who do, but it, that can be appealing to all the dog and cat lovers out there. They can mm-hmm. bring their animals in there. That's a great prediction. You just have to find places for them to poop, like litter boxes <laughs> and pee-pee, puppy pee-pee pads. Um, but no, I think she's gonna, I think she's definitely gonna bring something to the table that's different, for and sure. I'm excited great to see where prediction. that goes, for sure. That's a good one. Well, it'll be really exciting to see where the next two episodes, which next week we have a double ah! hitter again. So you have another fun full hour of us for the second to last and the finale. Yeah, is next weekend. All over next weekend. It for is, the and uh, we look forward to that. So uh, you can join us here on AfterBuzz TV live as we dish the episode. You can also find us on YouTube afterwards and tomorrow on the day after. You can follow me, Miriam L. Gonzalez, on Twitter and Miriam G One on Instagram. And you can follow me at Kelly with an IE079 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can play with my Twitter or stroke my Instagram at SpicyMati. Also, follow us on AfterBuzz TV. We love to hear your thoughts. Hashtag GirlsAfterBuzz. Girls <laughs> or GirlsAfterBuzz TV. We love you guys. We love your input. Let us know what you think. We look forward to seeing you next week and hearing from you all this week. Until then, take care. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 